0: Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. I'm Dawn, I'm a doctor and today we are talking about has becoming a doctor, does being a doctor change how you think about sex? I think it does. Today I'm going to explain why and we're going to go through a little bit of you know some funny stories along the way so I hope you enjoy Backseat Positivity. I can't tell if this is because I've gotten older or some of it is from being a doctor but I definitely see sex as more of like a reproductive function now than I used to you know when you're younger you're kind of like yay sex yay and then it's like then you start seeing it as like okay sex is to have babies I think it is probably an age thing but also I definitely think the things I've seen they have changed my view on What would you even call it? Vaginas and penises. Vulvas and willies. Yeah, we're going to be saying a few crude words, if you call that a crude word, today. Obviously. I mean, we're talking about sex. Like, You can't have a conversation about sex and not talk about... Why do I not want to say the word? (laughs) And not talk about penises. Like, you have to. So. I think especially having seen a fair amount of pregnant people and I guess I'm getting to that age where everyone's going to start getting pregnant um none of well one of my friends has had a kid but most of them haven't to be honest I don't know we're all just waiting until we're like past 30. I am a little bit scared for the time that that all my close friends do start having kids it's like I don't know it definitely feels like a new chapter in life. (laughs) Like, oh, no thanks. Okay, let's get back on to the topic. I kind of still just want to be a kid, you know? I just want to be a bit silly, not like 30 and... No, I just don't see myself as a 30-year-old with kids. Okay, I definitely think you change the way you look at all bits and bobs, let's call them. Willies, vaginas, I mean, that's kind of it. But because you see... I mean the main purpose of me looking at that area is and I have looked at a lot of those areas especially in surgery um especially when I've done neurology jobs and you see a lot of penises but most of the time I'm just trying to put a catheter in so I just don't see it as like necessarily a sexual object I definitely think that <laughs> putting a lot of tubes in those areas and in females has changed my perspective on, on how I sexually see that those areas and it kind of becomes more of, I get you know, it becomes more of like a task, like trying to get the tube in Um, obviously you don't see it as a sexual thing, like not at all not in any way shape or form i mean some people might but not me but i also think because i've seen so many that i've seen so many shapes and sizes that to me i definitely think this has been a positive thing kind of nothing is abnormal you know i've just i've seen um i mean do i need to describe them probably need is a strong word but I could I mean if you can kind of get the point right I've I've seen circumcised ones I've seen non-circumcised ones I've seen non-existent buried penises um with very large men I've seen it's rare that I see like a a young person uh, they're usually old However, I have seen uh, young ones. Um, and it's also rare that I see an erect one. They're usually flaccid, obviously. And, yeah, usually old, flaccid men. Vaginas, I've seen less of those. They, they tend to just go to obs and gynae rather than come to surgery. But you still do get issues. Um, I've I've probably seen more have I more female bottoms than I have front bottoms I think I've seen more front bottom in in A&E because they haven't yet seen gynae or sometimes you're you're you know you're on a medical outlier ward and you have to see the patient first and then you refer them to gynecology so yeah you have seen i mean obviously i've seen like the front bit but not necessarily being like you know inside or whatever but also when i was on gp um for like eight months because i'm female a lot of the female like a lot of the females liked or want preferred a female so as a result i would see a lot of female patients um saw my first um i've seen herpes that looks very painful haven't seen chlamydia or gonorrhea though i've seen patients with hiv i've seen patients with warts yeah herpes no syphilis that i know of probably yeah but the most common things i've seen that area for are uh, urinary retention or catheter issues usually otherwise don't really delve into that into that region especially not doing obs and gyny now yeah so nothing is really abnormal I've also seen you know old people are quite wrinkly and as a result the stereotype of them having saggy bottoms and saggy balls is kind of true I'm afraid sad to say is it <laughs> is it sad to say um it's it's, um, it's, I'm, yeah, sad to say in terms of, I don't know, I'm not breaking anyone's dreams, I hope. But I think there's definitely some creepier bits that I've seen of their sexual organs that I kind of wish I didn't know now. I don't think I've ever done any dissections of of that area. And when I saw an autopsy, it was a man and you don't go to that region really. They are naked, but you tend to just focus on the organs and sexual reproductive organs aren't really that like, you know, usually they're not they don't result in uh in deaths, unexpected deaths. So oh I have also I think as a female this probably bothers me less but maybe as a male it probably would bother you but I've seen a lot of um, trauma to the penis a lot of people putting things up or oh no I've seen vagina ones too people a lot of people put vagina things in their vagina especially like razor blades or glass is a common one um obviously that's not done for sexual pleasure that's usually done for self-harm reasons but um I do not really go anywhere like near that that's a like they go into surgery usually for that thing or they see obs and gynae but the ones the male ones that I've seen you know I've seen some quite traumatic catheters either being pulled out or I've seen some um Phimosis or paraphimosis—I always forget which way around it is—but where the foreskin gets stuck and then the head swells up. So I've seen it all. (coughs) Now the, the few things that I haven't seen actually, which is probably the most common thing doctors get asked, is things up bums. Now I don't know if they keep it discreet; they might do. But I also haven't done like. Loads and loads of um a and e work, and if I have it's kind of you know I've seen the it, it's not that common that those kind of things come in, but it's always it's always sort of known about when it does um or told retrospectively, so some of the ones that I've heard have been like oranges, but the problem is with putting things up your bum is it just like disappears because it's like a vacuum. And then an orange is very hard to get out. So I think they had to like, thankfully an orange you can, you know, chop into bits. Um, So I think that's what they did. But anyway, (laughs) I think the point is that I'm very open about these things as a result of being a doctor. But you also might see sexual stuff as a bit less sexual because it's like, Oh, I've seen it in some real states you know um, some real different situations and you kind of see it more as like a body part rather than a sexual object <laughs> probably for the better okay a couple of the creepier things that I've noted throughout my career one in particular really grosses me out in fact I'll tell you the, fir- the other one first that one is that I've seen a lot of cross-section penis shots and you kind of don't really think about the inside of a penis until you've seen it and studied the anatomy of it many many times and then the problem is I'm a very (coughs) I'm a very visual person so in my head i can see all of those things i think i've mentioned it before with it's really dark in here i don't do, sh- it's the light should i turn the light on no that looks bad i think it looks okay on the screen it looks okay but it feels very dark in here so it's like a weird like boudoir setting it feels a bit odd now because it's dark and i'm in bed talking about penises and vaginas like it it feels weird not weird it feels more weird than it did when I started okay <laughs> so yeah a lot of cross-sectional penis shots and I have talked about it in the past you know with pregnancies I don't see it as a bump I see it as a human like I can see the whole body in there in my mind you know <coughs> because as a very visual person I see the the inside that's just how my mind works the other thing I didn't know until probably I was like 18 or 19 that vaginas are like corrugated inside and I don't really know why Um, but that really grosses me out like a lot. A lot, a lot. Like I don't want to go up there. I don't mind with gloves on because then you can't really feel it but no it really ugh. you know there's some some things that like freak you out that is one of them there are organs that I don't mind touching you know in fact they feel quite smooth I like smooth smooth texture is good corrugated no not my vibe so those are my creepy bits mm, strange sentence now let's move on to the stories. I feel like this is going to be a shorter episode than I thought. Ah! oh, I just bent my hand back. That really hurt. Oh, So, I've never actually caught anybody having sex in hospital. But I know people that have. And weirdly, the stories that I've heard are that people have sex, like, right after giving birth, which I think is amazing in like a an outstanding way and a wow and also like a what are you doing? Could you not wait till you got home? (laughs) But also like how? How do you go through that? And then the same day you're having sex. And I think it was a vaginal birth as well. Like it wasn't a C section. I even clarified that. So the only time I've ever caught anything a little bit funky going on is, like, I had a patient who was just a bit, a bit, like, wild, let's say, she, her and her boyfriend, like, when her boyfriend came to visit, they would, like, lie in bed together, which, you know, seems normal, but it's, like, just not done in a hospital bed, it's, like, if an old person's wife came over and like start and like lay down in the bed next to them. It just doesn't like it feels a bit weird. Um it's just not something you see. But I was like okay, fine. You know you're just watching Netflix, I can cope with that, you know? If anything more um wild happens, then come on girl, we gotta we got to sort that one out. I think the only time i've seen anything a bit like that so the thing that happens quite often in hospitals is well not often but more often than you'd imagine is old men tend usually with dementia tend to masturbate i have rarely if ever seen a female do this but yeah, it's often men will do it. Um nothing of rarely anything comes of it, but unfortunately often they do it without the sheets on and then it's a whole show for the whole bay. So that's that's more of a behavioural thing, but it's you know, something that you don't particularly fancy seeing let's put it that way I have (laughs) I'll probably get like I don't know I've told this story before it's not a it's not a good story but it's not like it's not it's not great but it's not like I'm a bad person because of it but um, I have actually talked about this in one of my other podcast episodes, and I really... I tr- I couldn't remember which one it was, but I'll let you guys go and find out what that one was. It was, um, yeah, one from when I was talking about my... Oh, doctor day. Is the time when I gave a patient an accidental erection? I'll let you go and find that one. I, I don't need to go through it again, but... It was an accident. Uh, sometimes these things happen. It's like one of the f- things you get taught in med school. Like, what do you do when you accidentally give a patient an erection? And I talk about what I did. So, yeah, go find it. It's a, it's a good story. And... I'll tell you my weird, weird thoughts for the day. And it's it's very sex-related, okay? Not only do I not like corrugated vaginas, but i also don't this one i don't like it but i think it's weird hence the name weird weird thoughts when i'm with you all i like it. Is weird thoughts okay weird thoughts is think about a penis and think that is another part of a human and then it goes inside of if you're female or you know maybe even male actually it goes inside of you and then like injects some fluid Like I think I'm thinking too much about it, I know that, but I think about these things, again, in a very visual manner, uh, unfortunately for me, (laughs) but it's literally like another human body part inside of another human, another human, just another human in general, and I find that a bit weird, like it's just maybe something that you shouldn't overthink, but I do overthink these things, so sorry. Now, did you know that one of the common, most common reasons, I believe, for doctors getting struck off, obviously, especially male doctors I'm talking about, is because they have sex with their patients and they usually have sex with them and then, you know, form a relationship with them, I believe. I don't know but that is one of the common reasons it's not that you know people can forgive malpractice um, to some extent and it can be you know what went wrong let's fix it but you've gone out of your way to sleep with a patient you knew that that was wrong like you knew what you were jeopardizing it's kind of a it's not like three strikes and you're out it's like one strike and you're out so it is is a more common reason i mean all of this is available on the internet uh if you look up on the gmc website you can see whether doctors have been struck off or not and why they've been struck off as well so you can find this out so i'm not like divulging confidential information here it's public information but i don't think people know it and why would you know it I guess unless you'd known someone who was in that situation let's finish off with a great story now (laughs) I have no sexual inclination to females whatsoever like I just doesn't do it for me I don't know why I started with that preface 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 I don't know how you say it but I don't know why I started with that but it must have been much more awkward for the men involved okay cuz as a what year were we third or fourth year i think as a third or fourth year you we had to we had these two nurses they were very very lovely don't get me wrong but it was a fairly weird session now we They allowed us to do what we call a bimanual examination on them. Which is basically, it means two-handed examination. And you use two hands, one inside of the vagina, not a whole hand, like a finger or two. But two fingers inside the vagina and then one finger on the abdomen. And it's a very weird situation because they are not only your teachers but there also you could be your colleagues, but then you're, like, 20, and it's just, it's a bizarre situation to be in. It is... <laughs> it's a really good learning experience, because you get to practice and someone's like, yeah, that feels okay, like, you're not being, like, sounds a bit weird, but you're not being, like, too aggressive or it's not hurting or whatever, whereas a patient just wouldn't necessarily tell you that so fair play to them I am not knocking them down whatsoever I think it's great but as a concept it is a very strange one now <laughs> I think it was a bit more awkward for the men arguably boys in that situation because we were like 20 I feel like you're quite young when you're 20 but one of the weird situations for me was when I had my fingers inside of this lady and she, I'm like asking her a question, I'm like, oh, is this like the right place and and then she's like, oh yeah, left a bit, right a bit and um, then she starts having a conversation with me and I can't, like, I've never done this examination before, like on a person, so I can't multitask and I'm like, do I stop and listen? which I choose to do or do I carry on and just carry on like multitask and like you know do do the examination and talk to her but it's not like I couldn't do that it's just that I'd already stopped so then it felt weird to just like carry on when she was talking about that one specific part of the examination so I stopped and then I was like do I take my fingers out but then I'm gonna to have to put them back in. Or do I leave them there? Not knowing how long this conversation is gonna go on for. It was a it was a weird dilemma to be in. Like I said, I opted for the fingers remain option and the conversation probably went on for like 30 seconds which, when you've got your fingers in a woman's vagina does feel like quite a long time when you don't want your fingers to be there anyway, on that bombshell I think, like I said, in summary I think it does change the way you think about sex but I think it kind of normalises everything you kind of realise that everyone's a bit different and that's fine I don't necessarily think it's like a bad thing um but I definitely think it makes you see the more functional aspect of of human life and reproductive life but also it makes you feel better about probably yourself and other people as well like people you're like oh is that is this normal uh, oh is that you know is this normal um yeah it is Because everyone's normal, just in their own little special way. There are lots of variations, trust me, and obviously there's themes, but no one is the same. And on that positive note, I have to go pick up my car from the garage. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. It's a fairly short one, only half an hour, but it's all good um obviously if you did like it then give it a like if you're on youtube that would really help and help me get better content to you guys uh get some guests on maybe even in the bed (laughs) and maybe that's my new thing i just interview people whilst we're in bed that would not be a bad podcast in fact it would be a great podcast um it would be bed seat positivity (laughs) instead of back seat positivity um yeah, it would help me probably get guests on and help me get the content to more people. Let your friends know if you liked it. Um, give it a review if you're listening on the podcast. Just, yeah, if you help help the podcast, the podcast will help you. Ooh, what a phrase. But yeah, helping the podcast get to more people and um, by liking and subscribing and following or whatever, it does it's not just because I want more like followers it's because it does actually help so yeah and it helps me get better content to you so anyway thanks so much for listening and watching and or watching guys I will see you next week by the way we upload I upload twice a week Mondays and Thursdays so follow to not miss an episode bye